Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. I have our guest today coming from the West Coast. Everyone say hello to Kira. Kira Dent, say hello. Hello. I'm super happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, we're glad to have you here. Um, like I said, you're on the West Coast, but I know you do. You help dentists all over the country. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into dentistry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so kind of random story. I was in high school and had this dream to wear scrubs. And I'm you can either call me lazy or efficient, but I thought, okay, wearing scrubs could either be through nursing school or through dental assisting school. So let's think about this, like learn the whole body or learn the mouth. Sure. Fastest way to scrubs, definitely dental route. So that's actually what got me into dentistry. Um, fell in love with it, had a massive passion for it and worked as a dental assistant and then treatment coordinator, scheduler, biller, office manager, taught at a dental college, opened a practice. We actually were just talking about that practice in Colorado um, and then kind of just worked with hundreds of different practices across the nation, helping them just systematize their practices, make life easier. And, you know, my last name really is Dent. People ask me all the time if it's a stage name and it's not, I just say it took me three fiances to get that last name. So I had to work on that SEO. <laughs> so that's kind of in a nutshell, how I got into dentistry. That's awesome. So you've been in, it seems like <clears throat> every facet of a practice outside of being a dentist. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you know, the kind of the format of the show, um, we like to jump right in and talk about um, the types of uh, challenges um, that our guests are seeing dentists have in dental practices. So what are you seeing lately? What's kind of going on out there? What, what problems uh, do you see practices and dentists having? Yeah, um, which I love because coaching hundreds of offices, I worked at Midwestern University, um, their dental college for a few years, and that's actually what spurred the Dental Aid Teams Consulting Company. Um, and it's fun because I feel like I'm just this sponge that gets to absorb hundreds of offices. What are their common problems? And I was mentioning that I'm kind of seeing hiring as an issue. Um, it's like a massive problem since COVID. Obviously, everyone's dealing with that. But where we're kicking off the new year, um, I think it's aligning teams to to drive those goals forward. Like, how do you even set goals for your company? How do you get your team on board? How do you get the whole ship headed in the same direction. And I know when I was running multiple practices, that was always my biggest struggle is how do I get the team bought in? How do we figure out even what goals we want to do? And so that's kind of been something I've been working with a lot of our clients on of how do you get that target endpoint to make sure that everybody's aligned, everybody's rowing in the same direction and everybody's bought in and excited about the goals versus it feeling more of like a drudgery. Yeah. So where does that start? I mean, I get it. It's a big, it's a big mess, right? When you're kind of, you don't know where to begin and, you know, it gets, it's very overwhelming trying to figure all this out, but where, where, where does it start? What's the first step? Yeah. So I actually, um, I was luckily introduced to the book called Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business by Gina Wickman, which highly going to recommend that book that transformed my practice. Um, I do own practices, transformed our business. And now I've been able to take that to hundreds of different offices. Um, but I kind of follow that EOS, the entrepreneur operating system model. And they say that the owner has to have a vision of where they're even going. So like first yeah. step doctor, like you got to know where you're headed. Yeah. Um, and that can feel daunting. And they suggest doing a one year, a three year and a 10 year. And I know like working with lots of offices, building that 10 year, I think like, shoot, I'm going to be how old and 
what will my life look like? And that feels really far out there. But what's fantastic is when you have a guiding star, it's fine. I, I use the phrase like goals are stars to guide by, not sticks to beat ourselves with. And so if we can at least figure out where we want to go, then we can build everything around it. So some offices have a hard time coming up with that 10 year target, but I push them and I actually get the whole team to rally around and write what they think could be possible in one year, three years and 10 years. And then we bring it all together and kind of figure it out if the owner doctor doesn't have a clear path. And what's crazy cool is in all the practices I've ever done it, the team actually is more aggressive than the doctor. Um, and the doctors are usually shocked at how driven that team is. And as a team member myself, that's why I love what I do. Speaking from a team member's perspective, doc, like I don't care what your goal is. I truly don't. I love you and I'm here and I'm committed to you. Just tell me what our goal is and I'm going to help find a way to get there. So really get that 10-year target, then that three-year target, and then that's going to help you build your one year. And um, there's the E-Myth Revisited, there's Traction. And I love how they build it down of pick your three wigs or your wildly important goals for the year. And so that could be a revenue. Like, what do you want your revenue goal to be? What do you want your overhead goal to be? And then maybe it's something like you want to get your operations manual done this year. So you're systematized. Um, maybe it's that you want to bring on an associate so you can expand. Maybe you want a second location. I don't care what it is, but have them be pretty lofty, like wildly important goals for your practice. And then those are your three guiding stars. And so if you can see, it goes from our 10 year down to our three year down to our one year. It's almost like the domino effect of, hey, there's this huge elephant for this 10 year, make it crazy scary. But now here's an actual plan that we can execute this year. And I love breaking it down into 90 day uh, plans with the team. So it's every quarter. And I will tell you when I was running my practices, I didn't do this and I wish I would have because my meetings were so stressful. I hated running team meetings. I hated trying to get the whole team rallied up because I was pushing forward goals that the team wasn't bought into Whereas with this, you, you come up with your goals as a team for our one year. Doctors, owners, like have that vision of where you want it to go. The team can then buy in. And then we actually build out a 90-day plan of what's the most important things we need to do with each person um, this quarter to actually get closer to that goal. So it, it really makes your meetings very simple. It makes your team buy-in very simple. And it just gives you a short 90-day sprint almost. And then we reassess, then go to Q2, Q3, Q4. And when offices are super dedicated and disciplined to this model, your team's bought in, there's clarity, there's direction, and it just flows so easily. And like I said, I wish with all my heart, I would have had this as an office manager because I literally felt I was pulling a team along versus having a team rowing right alongside of me, coming up with creative, innovative ideas as well. And so that's one of the things that I've just found works so ridiculously well with practices if they if they take this model on. Sure. Now, let's just to give some references. Winter 2021. I know that, and, and I'm sure you know that, and everyone listening to this probably knows that um, staffing, right, putting a team and keeping a team together is harder than ever yes. in the dental industry, right? It's something that practices are struggling with, productions sometimes way down because they can't get the team to support the production and so on and so forth. What's your experience when a practice when a practice owner includes that team um, in on putting goals together, right? And understanding what those goals are and that type of buy-in, does that help keep team members? Does it help keep people enthusiastic? Does it keep them leaving because they want to see something cross the finish line? What's your experience there? Yeah. Um, I think it's that 
like we said, they're, they're interwoven into the plan and they've helped create the plan. So instead of doctors, like having this constant turn and churn, the dream is not just the doctor's dream. The dream is the team's dream. This is where we want to go. This is what we're going to do. And what's really awesome is teams are actually insanely innovative when they know where the end target is. And I experienced this in my own company. And then with several other offices that we were working with through COVID, we had lofty goals and offices are saying like, Kara, do we like drop our goals down? Do we stay on them? And I said, stay on the goal. I get it. We just had COVID happen. Honestly, that's just a flavor of business. And if we can see it as that, like there's the housing market, there's this, there's that, like there will always be some objective that comes up in our world. Hopefully yeah. nothing as crazy as COVID again, but like that's business. And so if your team can see that this is business, how do we pivot? How do we innovate? And that's actually the culture of your company. It was insane. The offices we were working with last year, when their teams were bought into this, they pivoted quick. They innovated quick. They came up with solutions in different ways to execute. And I would say about 75%, I don't want to give you guys crazy numbers, 75% of all the practices that we coach, and we coach hundreds of them, um, actually surpassed the goals that they had set for themselves, even in a COVID year where they were shut down. And I say that that, to answer your point, Patrick, is absolutely. Those teams were bought in. Yep. Those weren't just the owner's goals. That was the team's goals and they were committed to finding a way to do it. Sure. And I'm, I'm sure those team members felt some more secure than those who didn't, right? I think a lot of people left jobs because they go, oh, my practice and I don't care. I need to go find right. more secure. I need to find something more secure. And, and just, you know, you said 75% of their goals. That's, um, I believe it. I, you know, without a doubt, I know plenty of practices. I know practices that didn't hit their goal. Mm -hmm. um, but I know plenty of practices who actually had their best year in 2020. Um, yeah. So absolutely. And it's the ones that didn't get off their goal. There's, there's a lot of opportunity created um, when others start to back off. Right. So mm -hmm. um, I know people that were closed much longer than they needed to be because they didn't prepare with PPE, for instance. Um, you know, they weren't out preparing for when things did open back up and right. then they were stuck without the gear that they needed. So it's all great advice, great information. I love it. And by the way, I love your, your uh, spirit and how happy you are here. Thank you. Recording. Um, let me ask you this. So you work in consulting, you help practices, your team helps practices. I like to always ask the question, if somebody's looking to help grow their practice, if somebody's looking to help build goals and to build their team, and they're trying to find an expert to help them, what are some what do you what are some non-biased ways that you would uh, tell our audience to go out and, and to how to vet someone to help them in that process? Yeah, for sure. I love this question because I think everyone should have their executive board, if you will, as a successful business owner. I mean, you've got to have a good CPA, you've got to have a great lawyer, you've got to have a great accounting team, you've got to have a great tax strategist. Like there's so many parts to running a successful business that I say build that executive board. And first and foremost, I'm real sticky. Like, this is why I love getting on podcasts. I have a huge beef with, like, I think we're in like, hello, welcome 21st century. All of us can be experts. Like I can start a podcast and I can coach one office or not coach an office and then claim to try this. So for me, this is personal. Like you asked my opinion, so I'm going to give yeah, it to you. I feel like vet people that have actually done the work, ask them like how many offices have they actually grown and like, what are actual stats on it? Have they been the, like, for example, for consulting, I love what we do because I've literally been every position in the practice and so have our consultants. So when your team member tells me, hey, Kira, we can't get that case acceptance, I'm like, fantastic. I love 
that because like I've actually been in your shoes and I've done it and let me give you the tools of how to do it. So we've done it over and over and over again. I'm like, check with your lawyers. What are their, what's their background? Um, also referrals are great too. So I think I go in and really know what you're looking for as well. So if you're trying to vet somebody, what are you looking for? I know for me, I'm vetting a lot of tax strategists right now because I know I want somebody who consistently helps people that are of X amount of income not pay all their taxes. Like obviously we're not trying to evade taxes, but what are the strategies around that? And I've interviewed about 10 different people and I haven't quite found the person that I feel really is is headed the direction I wanna go. And so keep looking, keep asking those questions. Um, but then at the end of the day, they say more is lost through indecision than a wrong decision. So give yourself a time frame of when you're going to execute on help. Some people, most of the people who call us are, hey, we need systems. We need help with our team. We want somebody to fly to us. Like we literally fly to your office. That's why we call ourselves the A-team. Like we come in, we take on your whole office. We get everyone jazzed and excited and you right. see awesome results. Um, so like, what do you want? Do you want virtual? Do you want them to be hands-on? And really asking yourself those questions. If you, if you could paint this up perfectly, what would you have? And then go find the person that fits that mold. Similar to when you hire, we don't just wait for people to show up to hire, or I hope if you are, let me give you a quick tip, like build your avatar of who you want. I get that down perfect. Um, and then vet people accordingly. It makes it much easier. So instead of sifting through data, data is coming to you that you can very quickly organize and categorize. Does this fit my needs? Does this fit what I'm looking for? Um, and then I also think a lot of it's also, do you jive with that person? I mean, my lawyer is very fast paced. Like I am like, thank you. Get to the point. We don't fluff around when we get on. Um, he's very much my similar style. And I appreciate that so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's great advice. We appreciate your advice too. And Kara, thank you very much for coming on our show today. Um, yeah. I want to tell our audience real quickly to check out the dentalateam.com. Again, that's the dentalateam.com. Uh, Kara, again, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you guys. I appreciate this so much. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.